Hello everyone, welcome back to The Second Estate, where I refuse to talk about Avril Lavigne's tie anymore. A big hello to both our audio listeners and our video watchers. Uh, As usual, we are going to be going over a couple of culturally relevant stories from the week and then taking a deep dive into one in particular. Like always, we are your hosts. I'm Sarah Bayer. I'm Hannah Seymour, and in today's episode, we're talking about the results of the US presidential election, the absurd ways in which celebrities have attempted to endorse Joe Biden, and finally wrapping up with a review of Ariana Grande's Positions, her new album. It's really cool that we chose this week to be like this decrepit for the recording. Why this? Why did, because this we're talking about like the election and just like you know heavy um, important stuff. Yeah, right. And <laughs> both of us. I don't know if you can tell by our voices. You can definitely tell if you can see us if you're watching this. That we're anyone watching is oh. like, well, what's that gremlin in the bottom <laughs> half of the screen? Like, is that a troll? Um, yeah, my hair has well, not just... been brushed. If, if you yeah. didn't, couldn't tell. Um, we um yeah we had um. A big, a big night last night, I guess that's how you describe it. Like, I can't even explain. I don't feel like I'm recording the podcast right now. I have no idea if, like, my mic's on properly. So, I'm just, we're about this to start recording and Sarah was like, wait, where's my mic? And it was, like, on the other side of the room. I was like, cool, that would have been really good. Um, um, yeah, yeah. No, we just, we, as, as many young people do on a yeah. Saturday night, and finally that we're not in lockdown anymore, we can mm. actually, like, hang hey. out with each other. So, we, we, um, we caught up with some fellow podcasters. Yeah. So it was a... We have a, a crew. A, it's, it's a cool. lot of opinions flying around. That's true. <laughs> Plenty of, of opinions. Fighting um, for, for the spotlight. Yeah. Too, yeah. too many uh, big big personalities, I think. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. It was exhausting, actually. <laughs> it was really unenjoyable, yeah. I'm really, yeah. really glad it's over. Yeah, um, same. Them listening to this, like, oh. They don't um, listen to this. No, they don't. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they... Like we're, much, we're talking at a much slower pace. Than yeah, you. I know. <laughs> it's just, this episode's actually just in slow motion. Um, yeah, well, you speed it up, do it two times like you would yeah. a uni lecture, and then it'll be over quicker. Yeah. yeah um... You can do that on YouTube. I don't think you can do that on Spotify. They'll literally just have to listen oh, really? to the, the slow, slurred speech. We're trying out something different, guys. Yeah. Um, My sister made me a coffee and she refuses to give me like her good coffee pods so, so i have to give you? i have to drink the gross ones and they are really <laughs> gross <laughs> why are they gross like I, I think it's just like the flavor of coffee pod or whatever it's just is like it a flavor yeah the different coffee pods are different flavors mm, no yeah i don't drink coffee pods i didn't i don't know that. well anyway it's just like the nespresso machine whatever and yeah you're I like don't, yeah you're like I don't I'm being abused by her a bit. Like, yeah, I am. Being, you're getting the shitty coffee. <laughs> yeah. She's allowed the special stuff. Well, I mean, she pays for them and gets annoyed because right. then they... I'm like, can I have one? And she's yeah. like, well, and <laughs> I don't know how to use you. the machine and she has she's to make it. For you. Yeah. <laughs> so as a, as anyway. a, her only, um, her only thing there really is that she just gets to make it. It really drink. is revolting, Odd, actually. Yeah. Mm. I have a coffee as well, but I've, I had one sip. It's an, For those who can't see, it's like a cold ice situation we talk about coffee a lot don't we We do it's probably really not that interesting <laughs> well i was gonna say is i'm not drinking it because i can't i feel like i can't keep it down so yeah I like fair one enough. Sip and i was like oh. anyway yeah oh that's cool yeah did you get maccas i did and a frappe, what did you obviously. have oh love me too um yeah should we should we just start the this is anyone's first time listening. I'm really sorry that this is. Please turn it off and listen to another episode because, Your like, episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is just us doing our duty, and, and if if we didn't care so much about the podcast, we probably wouldn't be doing this right now. So. No, no fucking way. Um. Okay. So. Oh, before we get into the actual stories, sorry, I just wanted to shout out to Brittany because this bit of news kind of got 
no one noticed it because of the election, obviously. But Britney Spears. Has oh, again I was like, tried... who the fuck's Britney? Like, I what keep do you going. Mean? Sorry. You know that I'm I know. Doing... I thought you were shouting out like a friend of yours. Like, oh, shout out to Britney for bringing this story to our attention. I was like, the U.S. <laughs> election. Like, yeah. who's Britney? Like, <laughs> who and the it... fuck is Britney? No, no, sorry. No. Go Britney ahead. Spears has again tried to get her dad removed from her conservatorship. I feel like that would have been relatively big news had it not been for of the election, obviously. Yeah. I have no idea what the outcome of that was because I didn't actually like read any further than the headline but I just wanted to let you all know quickly that that's happened with Britney. Yeah it's just a quick Britney update maybe we'll make a little intro like doo doo Britney update (laughs) anyway yeah that's the intro so there we go (laughs) okay okay so uh, our first story uh, is obviously the election and um, in in just uh, for our long-time listeners you'll know that Usually we sort of do three stories almost in equal part, but uh, today it'll pro- we'll probably spend a more time on the election. Just heads up if you're wondering why we're talking for so long. That's why. Um, okay, anyway, so obviously this is the first and main thing we have to talk about. On November 3rd, the US held their presidential election between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Unlike most elections, uh, it stretched out over days as several states were too close to call. But this morning, it was finally confirmed that Biden had the numbers to be declared the president-elect. And just clarifying, I guess, for people who don't know, the reason that they couldn't just give it to Biden, like, first up, even though he had, like, the most actual votes in numbers, is that in America, they have a thing called the Electoral College. And so the president wins state by state and gets awarded those Electoral College votes. Um, and each state has a certain amount of votes that they can give. So somewhere like California that has a really big population has 55 uh, electoral college votes, whereas Alaska has three. So, Poor Alaska. I didn't yeah. realize it was that but relevant. Except, yeah. many, so no one lives in Alaska, basically. Except Sarah Palin. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, my, and my, then, my idol. My same. When she was on The Masked Singer. Amazing. Oh, my gosh, um, uh, and she did no okay I'm not even gonna go into it okay yeah, yeah. so uh, anyway th- basically it means that you can be president via electoral college but lose the popular vote so not have yeah. as many votes as the other candidate which is what happened with Donald Trump and yeah. Hillary Clinton last time um, and but this with this election this is sort of the first time since the 2000 election really that it's come down to such like small numbers in multiple states mm. um, and even though like Biden has been confirmed by the media to have won, uh, it's kind of looking like things might get messy as like when votes come down to such small winning margins in each state, whoever's losing is likely to probably take legal action um, so that they can get votes, you know, either discredited, recounted or other votes mm. accepted. And as expected, Trump is going down this avenue. Obviously. Um, what more could we expect? Yeah, really, than yeah, exactly. To... But as it stands, Biden is the president-elect, but presumably there's going to be some shit playing out in courts all over the all over the United States. Um, Joe Biden's like yeah. not going to be able to get anything done for the next four years because no. Trump trying to like, cancel his presidency. I mean, in in fairness, Hillary Clinton sort of did that for like there was a big the Russia situation so like oh that's right mm, so i mean there's no idea what's going on with any of this but um, um i mean karma i don't know anyway hannah hannah where do we start with the election i have no idea yeah. um i mean i guess like what's been interesting for me is like even though i obviously we all paid attention in the 2016 election and generally we all pay attention to american politics um far more than we do other countries it's been interesting to me to just like watch the internet deal with this because it Mm. feels like bigger than it's ever been and i get that obviously that's because trump has had this incredible impact and like people um want him out Mm. but just like the memes and the tiktoks and just like i don't know like i just feel like i know so much more about it now and so much Mm. more about how like the electric college works and stuff and like i was paying so much more attention to the actual vote counts than i ever have like i've never looked I mm. would have, couldn't fucking tell you which states voted for Hillary Clinton in mm. the last election. Mm. Um, and I feel like that's the, the case for a lot of people. Suddenly everyone cares about American politics when they didn't before. Yeah, right. I don't know if you would. I mean, I think no, you right. always I, have, but. I mean, I guess I'm like just a nerd in the way that I've cared about it for, for a while. Like, yeah. I just, I'm, yeah. <laughs> um, I just love politics. I'm kind uh, of just nerdy. I don't yeah. Know. Don't look at me. 
Um, I'm shy. No, I, I guess like, okay. Sorry, I'm just like, I can only focus on one thing right now. Um, Please don't throw too many. Yeah. Um, no, I, but I do agree with you. I think, um, I think Donald Trump by and large is actually responsible for not just like uh, the sort of politis- politicization of people on his side of things, but also on, on the opposite opposing side, because it's like, um, those people have had to be quite energized after the fact that their sort of whole world has been like challenged in such mm-hmm. a dramatic way. Like, um, when you, you can be complacent for so long, um, and then someone like Donald Trump comes, comes along and it's like, you can't, you can't be complacent anymore. So I mm. guess like he's, you know, whether you like him or not, he's definitely responsible for, um, sort of upending like political the state of political involvement in, and driving people to be more politically involved on literally on both sides. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Shout I, out I to do DT. Like mm. he's, he's really created. He has, oh, though. He like has, you are right. Yeah. It's funny to think about because I'm sure no one on the left would want to give him credit for that, but no. it's true. Like, I oh. think it's, it's definitely, he's had a huge impact in terms of like making people more engaged and I mm. guess getting younger people to vote as well. Cause I think it's a lot of younger people in the mm. U S who are opposed to Trump. Right. Um, and that was a thing this year as well about they, I think they'd expected there to be a bigger, um, demographic shift. Like they mm. expected more women to vote Biden um, when it, they, the, in terms of like the, the numbers of people who mm. voted, like there's, there's, sorry, a bigger proportion of women voted for, um, I don't know how to put this, but it was like something like six, 50, 40 or something mm. of women so more women voted for Biden than they did Trump, but for yeah. men it's like split down the middle. Yeah, which but they I think they thought that was going to change a lot more, but it's yeah. about the same as last no, time. No, like, yeah, and that's I think that that's a interesting point, like mm-hmm. in in general, because I mean like the whole idea, and I, I know we're going to go down this rabbit hole, so um, I'll make this point brief, like before we continue on, but like I think people will vote against their interests. Right. That preserves their culture. Does that make sense? Like, it, so, like, I think this election has proved probably now more than ever that this is a cultural battle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost got little to do with, like, actual policy because neither party w- will guarantee changes that could actually sway someone to separate from their cultural bias. Mm-hmm. Like, people will vote against their own interests if it makes them feel like more of a member of a certain community or maintains the status quo of what they're used to, which I think is the case for um, Trump supporters, like particularly because it's like um, their sort of like whole community mindedness, a lot of Southern states, their Mm -hmm. sort of like their culture and stuff is what's, you know, I guess at risk from, well, they say it's at risk from like liberal policies and rah, rah, and like um, smaller liberal policies. And um, even though, you know, for a lot of, conservative women like there are things that they would be voting for under on a, under a donald trump presidency that would be bad for them mm-hmm. but they would rather that like they would rather vote against their own interest um and take the sort of cultural they also win. might not like in the other thing as well is like they might not necessarily see it as them voting against right. their own interest that, that's exactly the thing. It's like right. we sort of look at that and go well he's Defunded Planned Parenthood, I think right. that's a huge thing about it because Trump is mm-hmm. anti-choice. But for a lot of women, they are also anti-choice. Like right. as, so they're not necessarily looking at it as... Um, against their own interests. Against their own we, interests. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. Yeah. We I mean, do. I guess because we're left-wing, we look at that. But mm. I, th- I think, you know, this idea that... Yeah, and in terms of demographics, so I think the biggest shift was seen no surprise here, but among higher income earners, so people earning mm-hmm. over $100,000 a year, I think more of them voted for Trump. Right. Um, because of tax cuts, obviously, because he... Yeah. Yeah, but um, they were really thinking it was going to be that. I think more younger people as well. So it had the biggest voter turnout um, in over a century. Yeah, there was... Um... So it's, it really... There was, yeah. were a lot of people, but I just don't think it was as... They don't think the actual proportion of different populations was what they expected yeah or it just didn't change that much really well yeah Yeah. and i think like as as um we were sort of discussing before like it's donald trump doesn't doesn't just um energize like the left to go against him he energizes his his base obviously Mm -hmm. as well to vote because they want to 
you know, beat the beat the beat the other side or whatever. And so I guess it's kind of like everybody probably rose in voting numbers. Like it wasn't just like heaps more young people came out for Biden. Yeah. It was also heaps more middle aged people came out for Trump. Or however right. it leveled out. Like I don't know if I'm talking shit or not, but like I think you, um, if the nothing swayed that far from 2016, then I mean, and the numbers increased because it was the biggest voting. Like you said, it was like the most people that turned out to vote in like what a century did you More say? Than a century, yeah. Right. So, like, I mean, it wasn't According that unbalanced. Yeah. So, I guess it had to be there had to be more people voting for Trump as well as Biden. Yeah. So it wasn't some big dramatic shift over to over to the left. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... I mean, it's it's been even like you know over the past few days, obviously, like watching the map mm. and seeing the different co- the colors of the states, mm. and just like looking at the actual numbers of people who are voting for Trump versus Biden. Mm. That I mean, this sounds really like stupid and ignorant of me but Mm. i was really looking at just the numbers of people who vote for trump it's like we i think we kind of have in our heads this idea that trump supporters are all like those like Mm middle-aged men with beards on the streets wearing maga hats like shouting Mm -hmm. and saying really bigoted shit Mm -hmm. but there's so many people that vote for trump yeah so many people like it's i know biden won but like the lots no it's like it's barely a win like it's it's not a win culturally at all. Right. Well, it, from my perspective, keep going, sorry. As in, not a win culturally, as in, like, it's not like there's been a sh- dramatic shift in the sentiment of Americans. No, people, you're right, like, people do really want Trump still. And, like, that kind of shocked me, which mm. is stupid, I know. but And I guess it's because, like, the, the media that I'm consuming, especially, like, wow. on social media, like, on Instagram and, and Twitter and TikTok, like, everyone I engage with on there are are liberals like smaller liberals mm. I, and they were planning on voting for biden and talking about that mm-hmm. so i'm like where the fuck are the trump supporters do they just not talk about it as much because they're sh- ashamed of it because of the general well i saw an interesting thing um on the abc when they were talking about how the polling had biden much further ahead than actually what happened yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and we'll, we'll go into this because it's a good segue but before that it's like they were sort of like well how is there this disparity and the guy was like well if you're coming out of voting and someone asked you who you voted for and they're and you're looking at this person and going, I know that they're gonna judge me mm. for voting for Trump, you're just gonna lie. Right. You don't have a <laughs> you're not under oath to be like no. to be truthful to a polling person outside the, you know, local high school where you vote or whatever. Like you can literally just lie. Mm. And so I think a lot of time people probably lie or Trump supporters just say they don't want to answer the question. So right. it's kind you know, because it is shameful or whatever. Um which only spurs them on more because it's like if you're told that you're deplorable, then uh, yeah. like you're only going to be more like agitated. Angry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To, to um, yeah. But yeah, I, I that point that you made about sort of like the the broad brush of Trump support, supporters like being one thing. I really liked mm. what um Andrew Yang was talking about. He ran as a Democratic nominee like against Biden. Um, and his like platform was like universal basic income mm. and people getting paid for their data. He's actually a cool guy. I quite liked mm. Yang, but he said um, a few things. But he said in their minds, the Democratic Party unfortunately has taken on this role of the coastal urban elites who are more concerned about policing various cultural issues than improving mm. their way of life. And I found this like a really profoundly honest and like sort of accurate assessment from a Democrat of how wrong that their party's gone. And I know they won, but it's like. The, the win for me was not, as I said, not a cultural win, not a convincing enough win to actually be like a, a victory, if, if you mm-hmm. sort of get what I mean. And I think like to paint all Trump supporters, which um, as, you know, stupid or whatever, um, and, and, and they're clearly a, an extremely large minority at this point, painting them with, you know, that broad brush of racism and homophobia at this point is, is quite stupid because clearly doing that doesn't turn them to vote for someone else. It just right. solidifies in their minds, like the us versus them. And and Yang also tweeted, if 68 million, and I think it was it ended up being more, but if 68 million people do something, it's vital we understand it. Uh-huh. And and I was like, and I really I like really resonated with that because I was like, it's nice to see someone just actually taking the second to consider it. And I was so disappointed in like I saw all this response on Twitter from like sort of left-leaning liberal kind of people like Roxanne yeah. Gay replied saying we understand it just fine 
And I'm like, which I presume just alludes to, you know, being like, oh, you know, we know they vote for him because they're all racist and homophobic. And I'm like, I just hate that divisive language because it's no better than what Trump does when he says, like, when he says things to separate the factions even more and like, you know, um, really push people apart from each other. And it's just, it's simply impossible for all 68 million or whatever of those voters to be racist and homophobic, just like it's impossible that all 70 million odd voters for Biden are not racist and homophobic. Right. Like, it's like, also, if we're looking at, like, vague nuance here, everyone is a bit racist or homophobic or xenophobic in some way, right? Like, it's like, no one is this innocent, like, holy person. And so, yeah, I just, I I agree with you. I think that broad brushstroke painting of um, Trump supporters is not going to help this like vision of unity for their country mm-hmm. at all. Cause they, they are there and there's like, it's basically 50% of the country. Yeah. Um, I mean, on that, on that note though, as well, like in terms of voter turnout mm-hmm. um, and I think so much of what celebrity endorsement and just mm-hmm. the general sentiment around this entire election was trying to get people out and voting because right. like, in Australia, that's an that's an important cause, like especially getting young people to register, because those yeah. young people end up being, um, having just often being the ones that don't end up registering mm. and not voting. But mm. obviously here, because we have compulsory voting, mm. our the not, about ninety two or something percent of the population yeah. is represented every time we have an election. Yeah, right. Because you get fined if you don't. For exactly. The most part. So and also it's a lot easier to vote here it's just like a mail-in vote is nothing like Mm -hmm. most people just do it in most elections because it's just easier sorry to derail Mm -hmm. your point no no that's okay yeah um and yeah i guess with the u.s um and that's that's an interesting point like i saw um i think it was selena gomez she like did this video explaining to people no it might have been demi lovato it doesn't really matter but one of them was doing someone who loves body bronzer someone who loves body bronzer um (laughs) was telling people explaining how to vote on the ballot and apparently it's like quite confusing in the u.s right um i mean also like voting on a ballot in australia is confusing no it? yeah like, voting is confusing just, as fuck it's just yeah. like you're fucking putting all these different numbers in yeah. it's like a big sheet of paper and if you hadn't like prepared yourself you'd go into that yeah. and be like fuck i don't know what i'm doing yeah well that's why they literally have a liberal and a labor person or and a greens person sometimes just standing out the front being like here's your how to vote card right 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it's yeah right and it's like I mean, just in terms of like what you said, you're like, well, okay, fifty percent of the population are vote about are, like mm. supporting Trump, but it's actually fifty percent of like sixty percent of the population. You know, like right. there's this. What I think about with this election is, and always with the U.S. is that there's about forty, maybe forty-five percent of Americans who didn't vote, and that's like right. hundreds of millions of people. Yeah. Um, is it how many? How many people yeah, live in America? Yeah. Wouldn't it be? Probably. No, you're probably right. I, think? I have no idea what populations are. They're like 300 something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably yes, like yes, over 100 yes, million. Yes. Anyway, yeah. um, somebody listens to this and that's completely wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> they have a population of like 50 million people. Yeah. Like... You... <laughs> anyway, um, my brain right now. Um, it's okay. You're doing well. Thank you. What was my point? 40%. Yeah, 40, like, though the 40% of those Americans who didn't vote mm. would have to have some vague opinion about like, I but, highly doubt that they're just completely politically disengaged. I assume the number of reasons they don't vote is either they just can't be bothered, like, because mm-hmm. they don't have to, they can't well, be like... Yeah, also, if you've been imprisoned in, like, most states, if you've ever gone to prison, you lose your right to vote, which is so unbelievably fucked. Yeah, Anyway, wow. yeah, yeah, I like, I, I didn't in know a lot that. of states in America. They've, like, flipped a few recently, but, yeah. Um, also, they, they, like, imprison everyone, so I guess... Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. That's true. So I guess mm. it's people who can't vote because of that. Um, but for the most part, it would just be people, you're, you're right, who are just completely, uh, like, politically um, dis- disengaged or uninspired. Well, I, oh, just they can't be fucked. Like, I yeah. get it. Like, I... Because I would say there'd be people who have... work, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, like, I get it. Like, voting is annoying. Like, mm. even when we've... Which sounds so fucking mm. rude. Because I'm like... Mm. I was actually... This is really off track. When I was watching mm. a video, and I have been watching a few videos of this girl from North Korea, like, talking about... Right. On YouTube. I just watch her vlog mm. of her explaining things about North Korea, yeah. anyway. But she was, like... I was... Sh- she was talking about, like, how she came to America, and, like, she was shocked at how, like... um 
sort of blase people are about yeah. voting. And she's like, yeah. voting is the most amazing thing that right. we do. And, you know, so me saying that voting is yeah. annoying. It's like so stupid. No, but... I, like, I mean, it is something that we take for granted, like in a very well set up democratic society, like yeah. especially us in Australia. But I think mm. that's why like compulsory voting is a good thing. I agree. It's and like, I was going to ask you, you about have that. to do it. Yeah, and I just think, like, it does, when I look at this election, I'm like, okay, well, what do those 40% of Americans actually think? Right. Would they have voted Biden? Would they have voted for Trump? Like, what do they think? And yeah. it's like, I feel like in America, and obviously they're obsessed with individual freedoms, which is why mm-hmm. they don't have compulsory voting. Yeah. Or a fucking mask mandate. They just mm-hmm. suggest they do things in every yeah. situation. Um, but I kind of go, like, it doesn't feel like we ever get an accurate representation, maybe, of what all Americans want. Because no, yeah. there is this proportion of the population that isn't voting. Yeah. So No, that's that's a really interesting point. And I really wonder, like, and this is just like I guess I just wanna like mention Bernie. But like I really hand to heart. Like hand to heart literally, like I can't mm. I get emotional thinking about him. But like no. I really wonder if Bernie Sanders was in Joe Biden's place he may have lost by a landslide he may have like i'm not saying that you know the half of the country that voted for trump would be like oh cool he's gonna do all this shit that i actually hate like but i'm like all those people who didn't vote or or you know or like maybe some trump supporters or whatever if they were offered actual concrete changes to their lives free health care like free education like all the shit like all the normal shit that we have in australia that's fully just like yeah, like, and, like, the best thing I've ever seen is the Petruda Advocate article that explains Bernie Sanders is slightly more right-wing than Malcolm Turnbull because it's fully true. Right. It's like, right, right, right. It, like, it's like, but here it's, like, our most right-wing, um, uh, what are they called? Prime Ministers all still support. What are the leaders of our country called? Like, it's like, right. yeah, yeah, and so anyway, like, I just think, um... We got that in, like, what, the 70s? Yeah, and I'm just, so... like, yeah, and I, I just... Literally 50 years ago. Which is so long ago. And, like, we just have so many amazing safety nets. Like, mm. literally even during coronavirus. Like, we have an extreme... We have a quite a conservative government right now, but we everybody's been supported through yeah. coronavirus pretty well. And, like, yeah. um, I just feel like the only way that they can ever sort of sway this huge cultural battle now is to actually offer real alternatives, not, like principles like or like shit like that but actually be like you're going to get something out of this you the person who like is being called a deplorable or uneducated or whatever you like the trump's the trump supporters who were like you know called racist and rah 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 who are just people that like literally want to go to work have enough money to support their families and preserve the culture that they grew up with and oftentimes yes that culture has a history of racism or continuing racism and homophobia and whatever else but like the reality is people vote for that stuff. If someone turned around to you and said, like, we're basically going to take away your way of, not take away your way of life, but kind of, like, I don't know, have a go at you for the way that you, like, live your life, you'd kind of be like, or the way that people around you live your life, you'd be a bit like, no. Yeah. No, yeah, like, and anyway, so I just feel like the only way to actually sway that this whole thing is to give people real changes that trickle down into their day-to-day lives, which mm. Bernie offered yeah and i, um, and I guess the, the thing is with that and like this is what trump and bernie were so that they're like mm. they're populists mm. and biden isn't biden's mm. very like he's a bit well he's kind of like hillary in the sense he's, he's like very much in the establishment yeah. and he's, he's he's been in politics for like almost his entire life yeah um so 100 years and um he, <laughs> <laughs> and um he it's sort of i get what you mean in the sense mm. that it's like and I think you and Ben, um, our podcast friend who you were on the live with the other day mm. mentioned it, but like, I don't think anyone really knows what the fuck Joe Biden's policies are. Like he's no. kind of like, I, I was looking into it and he is actually basically going to be like reversing a lot of the right. dramatic changes that Trump made, i.e. Yeah. like refunding Planned Parenthood, kind of just like, yeah. just like putting things back into well, place. Well, he's just going know, like... back to Obama, right? He's just going back yeah. to the Obama years. Yeah. So, which is good. Like, it's not, I mean, it's good in this. I know people being like, mm. we're settling, but it's like, well, he is. It's better than nothing, of course. He's stopping yeah. the funding. of. Apparently the wall's still being funded. Who knows? The the... I didn't even know that. The... I didn't even know it was being built. 
Apparently, no. I well, assumed I like, like Baron Trump was having to go down and lay brick by brick <laughs> because no one else would do it. Uh, Baron Trump is doing it for free. As yeah, well. his um, dad made him. He's like, you need to learn like hard labor skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you want my one million dollar grant when you turn yeah, yeah, eighteen. 18. Um, yeah, but anyway, Biden is going to be like, and also like just feel the random shit because I to be honest I like forgot Trump did half because you remember he just went in and did all this fucked shit like yeah. the, the Muslim ban and obviously yeah. he was going to build a wall like he just god he's just he just did so much shit I know. <laughs> just... but you'd be happy if you voted for him because you'd be like cool he actually did some shit <laughs> yeah like... he, and it, it's it's sort of like you know the opposite of what Bernie Sanders would do but it's like mm. for a random example of this is like um I keep wanting to say Vincent van Gogh but I mean Gough Whitlam oh. <laughs> yeah yes one of Australia's most um, dear and and influential prime ministers. Yeah, um, Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah, and um, so he, if you don't know, in the seventies, he like he, he was a Labor prime minister, and he just like came in and like fucked shit up, like what just face- and then got kicked yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, and he got <laughs> but a very he controversial yeah. thing happened. He, um, the Attorney General, basically ousted him which is mm. technically unconstitutional but like we won't get into that anyway mm. goth whitlam came in and like gave us free uni and like mm. i think he created medicare or he either made it like really good he just like mm. basically gave people just di- made all these huge yeah. changes and like he obviously was ousted and like people people loved him but like people a lot of people also hated him because mm. he was so he, he just went shit. in and did shit whereas yeah. most politicians do shit but it takes about 17 years for anything yeah. to happen Everything and then it's so slowly by the time it goes through you know it has to like appease this person and this person this yeah. person by the time it's nothing it's like what it's happened nothing. with obamacare he like yeah. came in obviously with i guess the big principled idea of free healthcare, and then just got trickled down to you know it's still an amazing start it gives mm-hmm. americans access to healthcare, but it's not universal free healthcare like no. we have um yeah. but yeah the own the i don't know if you had anything else to say but i just have one wanky point which i think you'll like okay um but i think like what the americans like or what the democrats failed to understand in this election is that this election was the russian revolution as in like the rise of the the proletariat and the working class and they treated it like the french revolution as in the rise of the bourgeoisie do you know what i mean who treated it like oh the The Democrats. democrats and like their messaging and policy like to me works to energize like upper middle class voters and above mm-hmm. or not even really um or middle class and like because those are the people that are earning enough not to desperately need access to free healthcare, mm-hmm. etc but also exist in an environment where it's cool to be pro lgbtq plus do you know what right. i mean so it's like they exist in that vacuum and like i feel like a lot of people voting for trump are working class people predominantly white but like also a fairly equal amount of women. And so like either way, I guess there are promises and guarantees that can be made despite people's cultural bias, like I was saying, that would actually sway a deep red state person to vote mm-hmm. against the culture they're involved in. And I just feel like they neglected to understand that this was, even though in 2016 it was the same thing, that the focus should have been on working Americans, not like what Andrew Yang was sort of saying about it sort of, um, becoming like the policing cultural issues mm-hmm. party. I mean, I, I think uh, yeah. Joe Biden definitely in his campaign positioned himself as the working man though. Like his whole he, Yeah, of... well, he he tried to. Yeah, like I think that they kind of did know that that was where they should yeah. go with it, like him sort of being this all-American man. And as right. I, I sent you this video... Um, yeah, the all-American... The... the like, yeah, all-American... Just to, born in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Yeah, the whole thing about him being from Scranton, Pennsylvania. I know. Like, why do I know that? I don't need to know I that know. he was born in Scranton. But, but that like... felt so desperate because it's like Trump literally yeah. is a, a quote unquote millionaire, probably not. But people, working class people, relate to him more. Right. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like... it's, it's exactly yeah. And I think there was that video that I sent you, and it was um, Bruce Spring- Bruce mm. Springsteen talking over the top of like so classic yeah videos like videos of Joe Biden like t- you know I don't know like and like people working in factory in car plants yeah or um, the huts in Texas <laughs> sorry that's a oh reference to something I said uh in our Instagram live um watch it back if you want to get it uh anyway let's don't just move on it. yeah it's really bad don't watch it mm. um this is 
I have no idea what I just said for the last like 30 minutes. Anyway. Yeah, cool. I'm okay. exhausted anyway. Yeah, same. Sorry, everyone. Get really through it. The nuts and bolts are behind the scenes of the podcast. How we talk when we're off air, we're just talking it on air. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So staying with the election, uh, yeah. but moving on to something like a little bit more lighthearted. We spoke about celebrities urging people to vote last week. Um, and this week they leveled up and have been producing some uh, mainly video content in support of not only voting, but uh, Biden specifically as well. Um, and the main reason we want to discuss this is because of how cringe and funny it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start with Lady Gaga. Okay. What are your thoughts, Anna? Um, so just to give people an overview of what the Lady Gaga video is, uh, it's a video, and Lady Gaga's been doing a lot of these like promotional videos endorsing Biden, but um, this particular one is her in full like camo hunting gear, but it's like a cropped, cropped camo t-shirt with like camo <laughs> cargo pants, boots, a cap, you know, sunglasses, and she's standing in front of like a comically large ute. Like a truck. What they were drive, you... you know, um, what do they call them? Pickup trucks in America. Yeah. And holding a beer, a tinny, and like, she's like basically saying like, I'm voting for Biden because it's American. He's for America. Like, I, fucking some of that bullshit. And then she, like, crushes the beer in her hand and throws it on the ground. And, like, as you and I both, after we saw this, and I, I watched them talking about it on The View, actually. So did I, yeah. Everyone, everyone in the comments is just like, it looks like she's making, making fun, fun of them. Yes. Yeah, because I, what I presume, and what I think most people are presuming, is that Lady Gaga was like, that's her impression of what she thinks people who don't live in California look yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Whoever lives in yeah. Georgia just walks around with tinnies and like full camo hunting yeah. gear. In a giant truck. In giant trucks. And he's like, I'm from America. Like, it's just I, anyway. No, I was, I was just like, did, did she run that video past anybody? Like, did no one from her team tell her like it looked like she was making fun of people from like the Rust Belt or something? Because like. Probably didn't send it to her publicist and then her publicist no way. seen it and fainted after Yeah, she well, I was it. like, surely Joe Biden's team were like screaming and running around like headless chooks trying to figure out how to ask her to take it down. Yeah. Like they would have been fighting over like who's the person who has to call Lady Gaga's manager and say, take the fucking video down. Like, yeah, because I don't know if it's on her Instagram anymore. I think I had to find it on YouTube. It was, I found it on Twitter, I think. But oh, okay. I'm not. But I was. But like, I honestly think that video is probably why the election was so close in Pennsylvania. Yeah, they were all good to go for Biden, and they saw that and they're like, "No fucking thank you." No, like, um, not if this freak is doing it. No, and like the other. Th- in addition to that video, like she's also just done all these other weird like videos, or even weird, just videos of her in her like classic costumes, mm. which is great. But it's also just like, why do you think this is helping Joe Biden? Like, uh, yeah. I get the people that, as you, and you made this point last time, like the people who already support Joe Biden, probably a Lady Gaga fan. So she, it's not like well, those who yeah. would typically probably vote for Biden. So it's like her endorsing him in all these different costumes isn't like, oh, Alfie's here. Sorry. For those who can't hear, there's a little chihuahua in Sarah. Those who can't now. see. Those who can't see, oh, not yeah. here. Um, brain. Anyway. Um, it's okay. I think my... My head is like imploding in on itself. That's fine. Um, I'll just say something. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, Katy Perry's video. Oh yeah. So Katy Perry's video, for those who haven't seen it, is her with like this big white like foam thing on her head, and her like head sticking out of it. So it's like a some sort of big headpiece. A headpiece, yeah. yeah. And it just says "I voted on it," and she's running around on like a main road yelling at people it just says i voted just yelling at people being like i voted vote or i don't fucking know and cars are like tooting as she's driving past and she's just running around and like waving her arms and it's just like and then she walks into i think a shop i don't know yeah i don't know um, there was no real beginning middle and end to the video it was very no. unstructured but it also just was like what what do you when you make this to both the lady gaga thing and Katy perry's mm. video it's like when you made this what were you expecting the response to be and and in what way did you expect that to help the biden campaign well also like it was so uncomfortable because she clearly wanted people to notice it was her 
Like she, yeah. she was like, I was like, you, like we, we know you want them to recognize that it's you and do some like dramatic car swerve to go over and say hello and be like, Katy Perry, can we get a yeah. photo? Just so it could be in her little fucking clip on Instagram and show how much of a legend she is getting out yeah. and voting. Like it was yeah. just so transparent. I was like, why? Yeah. Anyway. I think, no, I think that's a good point because I think like, even though obviously Lady Gaga's wasn't quite as desperate for people to notice her, mm -hmm. both of these videos have the energy of like, you are you just not getting enough attention right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. Like, is is the yeah. Biden is are you like worried the election's gonna stop people from streaming your music? So you're like, Fully. You're like, so I you're exist. Just, like... Yeah, like just begging for attention. Um, and I'm I mean, good. I do I do what I'm told. I did yeah. what my publicist said to do. Like, yeah. Well, actually, I I have done what my publicist said to do, and then completely in the wrong gone, way, gone in the wrong direction by mocking people who live in the Midwest. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, celebrity voting endorsements, and I mentioned this earlier, it's interesting um, watching, like, what... Because they're all fucking doing it, but, like, mm. Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato as... Sorry. It's okay. They, <laughs> Demi Lovato, they've all stopped listening. <laughs> Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez both have, like, all these videos on their account of them, like, doing kind of educational stuff and, like, mm. explaining how to vote and, like, mm. just... Or just, like, general promotion of voting mm. which is what it is like i don't really yeah, it's fine it's fine it's good it's kind of good yeah. like i think what's good about it is like um you know demi our queen um yeah. yes shout out to my lovatic haters i do love demi lovato um she we love her and we're so like so close to her that we can make fun of her exactly so they wouldn't um, understand but anyway uh, no they wouldn't get it and um she teamed up teamed up with vote save america to like that it was her yeah that did the actually vote how to vote on your mm. ballot and in that sense, I'm like, well, that's good. I'm glad someone's, mm. like, actually just being quite helpful. Yeah. But that, as an endorsement for voting, is very different to no, whatever I, yeah. the fuck Lady Gaga and Katy Perry have been doing. Or so. what someone like Stacey Abrams, who's, like, actually, who works in politics, did in Georgia. Um, and she literally, over the last two years, she's not a celebrity. She's, like, a political worker. I don't know what her actual job is, but she got... Eight, eight, yeah, no, she got eight hundred. She was like in the running to maybe be Joe Biden's running mate. Like, so oh. she's quite significant. But yeah, she got over eight hundred thousand people to register to vote in Georgia who hadn't oh. been registered over like the last two years. That makes a difference. Mm -hmm. Going on the stage at the Joe Biden rally, Lady Gaga, and saying he's a good man to a group of people who are at a Joe Biden rally, therefore already going to be voting for Joe Biden, isn't so influential. Yeah. Like, it just, all it does is make them look good. Yeah. I mean, did you see on um, on Cardi B's Instagram, she just posted it today. Cardi kills it yeah, in terms of political stuff. I will give her that. She did a video, an interview with Joe Biden, which I loved. Bernie, um, Bernie. Zoom. No, she did one with Joe Biden well, as well. She did too. Her Bernie interviews are really, really good. I recommend. She's, she's just, oh, she's the best. Anyway, but she was saying that, like, I mean, who knows if this is true, but I trust her, so I assume mm. it is. But she, like, said that, that Trump had this full list of celebrities that that his campaign was trying to reach out to for endorsement. And she was like, I was on that list. Don't come at me. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. doing this whole thing. But I'm like, poor funny. Trump. He just couldn't even... That random... What rapper? Lil Pump? Pump, Lil yeah. Lil Pump got, got up at one of his rallies. But it's like, what do you call him? Lil Pimp? Lil Pimp. <laughs> Fuck, that was so funny. The fact he called him Lil Pimp. Yeah. And Lil Pump is the best he could do. And he couldn't even get the name right. I that know. was... It was some of Trump's finest work, actually. Yeah, I just like, feel so bad. I feel bad for Trump in the sense that it's like, because I know how obsessed he is with his own like fame and mm, reputation. Mm. Like he wants, if um, he just people wants don't to know, be like, loved. He's but he's also like notorious. Like back in the back in the day before he was a mm. p politician, um, he like really he really doesn't like people like speaking ill of him or being mean no. about him. Like he would call up news. Um, American tabloids or New mm. York tabloids to like as a source yeah and like just to like quote good, good news story. about like plant good stories he's about it so, so he's obsessed with his image yeah so the fact that Joe Biden is getting like Katy Perry Lady Gaga yeah. Taylor Swift you know the biggest names mm. and he gets a little pump like little pimp oh yeah little pimp um it's really sad it it's like sad. and I mostly because I know how much it means that would it, upset yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I just wanted to say before we wrap up yeah. this bit. Um, 
I feel like like Natalie Maines from the Dixie Chicks rolls over in her grave, even though she's alive. Mm. Um, every time Lady Gaga or Katy Perry do one of those political endorsement videos. Yeah, probably. Because she got death threats yeah. for saying she didn't like George, George Bush. Bush. Yeah. And these bitches get to like yeah. fully mock people from the Midwest mm. or run around with I voted signs on be like, go Biden and they'd get nothing and she yeah. literally like lost her career. So Yeah. Um, you know what? I didn't do an interstitial. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> We usually have a word from our sponsors here, but I, I forgot to do it. And I forgot to liaise with this week's sponsor. I forgot to liaise with this week's sponsor. So this mm-hmm. week's sponsor is now um, is Katy Perry. I mean, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga's publicist. That's the sponsor. Okay. Thank you, the Lady spot. Gaga's publicist, for reaching yeah. out and sponsoring this episode. Yeah, they just really they just really wanted to help um Lady Gaga's. They wanted to connect to the working class people yeah, like us. Because we know that everyone who listens to our podcast um work in car plants. Yeah, super get your hands dirty. <laughs> it's not that... to use a my pick and <laughs> shovel all day. <laughs> like the dwarves from I think we're no, now why? in the working class. I hope. I hope it's off to work. We go. That's us. As as we all know, like people who have the time and energy to listen to pop culture podcasts are all working class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. big time. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, all right. Let's Aussie battlers. Aussie right. battlers. Okay, let's just move on and get this <laughs> done. Okay. So. Our next story. On October 30th, Ariana Grande released her sixth studio album, Positions. Um, prior to the release, the track list was released. I just said released twice. And we all essentially knew that this album would be all about sex, i.e. there is a song in the album titled 34 plus 35, which equals 69 if you hadn't couldn't do the quick maths. Anyway... The album is basically, according to Wikipedia, R&B slash trap pop, which personally means nothing to me because I don't understand musical genres, but there's that if you wanted to know. Um, and Ariana Grande herself has described the album in an interview on the Zach Sang show uh, by saying, I was very excited to focus on narrative and making fun bops for a little while, and I really missed singing more. Um, and she created the album while in ISO with her new, her current boyfriend, um, I say current, I'm like expecting her to have another one, but um, yeah. I wanted to sing a little more on this one and it felt nice to be creating from a more healed place, which is nice. Um, and she also spoke about how she, know how much, she knew how much people loved Thank You Next, but she was happy to be making music that wasn't from a place of pain. Um, and just off the bat as well, I think like, obviously Ariana Grande has made a lot of music over the past couple of years. Like she mm. released an album and then the whole thing happened with pete davison and she immediately released another album which Mm. was thank you next um and i think what this album sort of seems like is her kind of wanting to move away from the kind of like like she sort of said like being in pain or like Mm. because i think she's really for a lot of people sort of become this like representation of someone who's like obviously gone through a lot of hardship Mm. and she sort of makes music out of that place whereas i think this album seems to be a lot more just like bit of fun yeah um, right anyway what were your um i guess i'll just say what i thought about like the actual album like the yeah. music first like um it's not like particularly my style of pop mm-hmm. like overall it was fine i quite like ariana grande like some of her music so but i just feel like there was literally no need for it whatsoever there was no point in releasing that as an album if she was like really desperate to re- release music she could have done a mixtape I feel like I just I, mm-hmm. I don't know it was it was very laggy and slow and I feel like that was the intention but it felt like a really like odd and sort of off-putting inclusion into her like discography as right. as an actual LP like I I assume her intention mixtape like I know it's just like not an official album like it's just a side oh, so it's them being like I just wanted to release this but it's not like yeah it's not like a, judge me it's not an album it's not an LP like it's like you know it's just kind yeah, of okay and yeah something separate yeah. and um and sort of I, like I assume her intention was to be able to just make something like free of pressure of having to produce like big hits mm-hmm. like she's usually expected to kind of mm-hmm. like 
Taylor Swift did with Folklore. Yeah. Um, but musically and lyrically and production-wise, it wasn't like a big enough departure from her usual sound or from mainstream radio for mm. that to work as this yeah. like um, sort of little bottle piece or whatever. Mm. And so like I didn't think the songs were bad or anything. They were just quite boring and thematically the album like had had great legs to stand on in terms of being like a sexual awakening and like a tentative move into a new relationship but like i don't know about you but it didn't reach any sort of contention it was just yeah. random snippets of a very typical a very typical and universal language around sex that were more sort of like i feel like they were designed to maybe be kind of like a bit shocking but it was just boring and it's yeah. very expected or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I there's a lot to, like, unpack mm. there, but I, I think a lot of it I, I agree with you. And, like, I, my first thought was it kind of just sounds like every other boring Ariana Grande mm -hmm. album. And, like, I personally um, was a huge... I've told you this really yeah. back in 2016. I loved her album Dangerous Woman, which was... Yeah, there's so good songs on that album. Also kind of, like sex focus but in a less explicit way it's sort of like because she's often written about sex mm. it's not like it's a new no. thing it's just that this album is like quite explicitly about sex in the sense that she like literally refers to things like i want a 69 with you and like says like this pussy was designed for you like it's that those sort yeah. of like being just really explicit about mm. the fact that it's sex um but i just kind of this there's actually some songs on this that sound a little bit like Dangerous Woman, mm. but like none of them reach any kind of like. Um, there's no song I listen to where I'm like, nothing's cathartic. Nothing. Yeah. I'm just like, it just sounds like good background music yeah. in literally any situation. Like you'd listen to it in a restaurant, yeah, and it wouldn't maybe. bother you. Yeah, it wouldn't have yeah. any impact on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no, you wouldn't get distracted. No, it doesn't it. move you. I can. I actually was listening to it while I was working the other day, and mm. I could because it just was so mm. uninteresting. I wasn't engaging with right. the lyrics for it to distract me no, from writing. Right. So, yeah. Which I don't. I don't think it's bad. I just. No. I think what you're saying, it's like it's not. It's not a departure from any of the other things she's mm. done it just feels like a continuation of ariana grande music it, it feels like that the songs that didn't make it to her last three albums yeah, yeah. Um, i would agree with that but they all happen to be about sex or like a new mm -hmm. relationship or, or something like that but it was just like yeah i just feel like the reason it shouldn't have been an actual album is because it had nothing to say really mm -hmm. like it's like i, I know you, you can see exactly what she was trying to say like I'm a woman and I'm like, you know, I, I feel like I can sort of talk about this and be really open about um, sex. And I just want to talk about it and I don't even want to explain myself. But it's like, mm -hmm. I do think that, like, for me, the album is like such a, like, wonderful piece of art. And it should be really considered and it should have a message. And, you know, artists now with streaming can release songs like Left, Right and Centre, go mm -hmm. for it. Make as much music as you want. But, like, please preserve. And, and she hasn't been, like, not like this in the in the, I mean, she hasn't been like this in the past in that, like, she often has, at least for the last two albums, they've been albums in, like, the traditional sense, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Like, I thought Thank You Next was a, a good album in terms of, like, I haven't listened to an album like, probably since Taylor Swift's 1989, like, a pop album that had that many fucking hits on it. Mm -hmm. Just song after song was a radio hit. I honestly didn't listen to Thank You Next. You would have heard every song on it, though, because it was all, like... like it was Thank You Next, um, Seven Rings. Uh, oh, I didn't like that song. What's the other? What, what's the other one that was really big? Breathing um, is that on that one or is that on Sweet? Break Up with the Girlfriend I'm Bored. That's it, that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, and then like I thought Sweetener, which was her album before, was like actually quite cool and experimental. Um, at some point, I wasn't point. super into that, but I remember it being a yeah. bit different. Which it I was liked. different, and it was like had quite an yeah. interesting sort of take, and I, I think like. You know, she has a great presence. She's developed a really great sound for herself. And this new album felt, I don't know, like almost a bit like cocky or something being like, I can just kind of release this thing that like. We've had the same whoever. fucking notes about this. Yeah. I, I had the same thing where I was like, and this is actually a quote from The Guardian is, right. Grande has dealt largely in understatement, something you could mm -hmm. see as evidence of maturity and sophistication or of an artist who is currently so famous she doesn't have to try too hard to yeah. attract people's attention. And that's what I thought when I was listening mm. to it. I was like, it honestly feels like she's just being a bit lazy. And like, I, the thing about Ariana Grande is I know, like, she's, loves music and you know mm. you can tell she does and you know how much she cares about it mm. so i don't think she would ever like intentionally 
mm. do that. But I, I agree with you in the sense that it's like, you should have known that you could do better than this before yeah. you like, but you know, whatever the fuck you'll re- you release, mm. your fans will eat it up. So it kind of, mm. it didn't matter for her. It was like just a yeah. getting music out. I don't know. I just wish that someone would tell that girl to enunciate her fucking words. Like, oh my God, like we can deal with a little bit of hard to understand stuff, especially when it's like more of a trap rap Mm -hmm. production or like the point of the lyrics is like, they're kind of incomplete and extremely emotional. Like, and and like often singers will sort of break into like, you know, when there's a big cathartic moment in a song and it it becomes a little hard to understand them, but that's the the fucking point. Kid Mm Cudi does it a lot, but like, Every line of every song, you cannot understand what the fuck she's saying. Um, yeah, it, but I, literally someone on TikTok did one being like, if I had did not know the lyrics and it was like them just like literally making up random words, because it's like, you just finish the word, babe. Yeah. Like, it's like, for fuck's sake. I like, think she does it like. It's obviously on an, purpose. And in, Yeah, it's an yeah. intentional, but it's I, I get what you mean in the sense that it's like, I mean, the other thing about Ariana Grande and, like, we've spoken I know about you're going to want to say. I knew this would lead into what you wanted to say. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> You've set it up. No, but she does, like, she kind of has, and even when she speaks, she speaks with a bit of a black scent. Mm-hmm. And we all know that, like, Ariana Grande is, um, has sort of, I mean, people have accused her of doing black face or, like, black, black fishing. fishing or whatever you want to refer to mm. it as. But I felt like when I listened to this album, like, she I think she does those slurring, like she, she even when she speaks, she mm-hmm. like really puts on a particular kind mm-hmm. of accent, um, which is just, I mean, whatever, like that's what she's done. But mm. I feel like it's gotten more intense um, over the past, like this, this it's, she's, the She one. had to double down. Like Iggy Azalea can never speak normally because it's like, right. it's like, <laughs> then people will be like, thing, well, we knew. <laughs> like, I remember seeing a thing that was like, why does um, Iggy Azalea sound like, I don't know, some rapper on mm. her songs, but Crocodile Dundee when she talks. Absolutely. <laughs> it's so funny. And people don't realize as well with her is it's like, if you're American, you'd listen to, you'd be like, why doesn't an Australian rap with an Australian accent? And you're like, yeah. you don't get it. Like yeah. Australian accents aren't, we've grown up listening to the same music as you it's yeah just that, like our accents don't sound as cool no like, especially in terms of rap no you end up sounding like i don't know bliss and so or like um yeah yeah which is fine anyway i guess off track um yeah no i um i didn't have like that much else to say about it i don't know like you're like i just want this to end <laughs> no but i just like i don't know did you have anything else to say i did i wanted to talk a bit about like the fact that it's sex focused and that yeah that kind of thing because i guess eventually like every because she was on nickelodeon i don't think she was disney but i'm not sure she was disney no she's nickelodeon nickelodeon and even the most squeaky clean um nickelodeon or disney stars eventually kind of end up talking about sex they do yeah like you know they either do it the way like miley cyrus did it where she's naked swinging on a wrecking yeah, ball yeah. and they shock everyone with it yeah. or they kind of do it in the way that like Taylor Swift did it where she just sort of like gradually started mm. putting undertones of references to sex in her music which is like a being... more sort of uh natural and normal way for yeah. an artist to do it doesn't feel forced and like and now oh. Taylor Swift is pretty like open about sex in mm. the way that she writes like there's she doesn't it's not there's no really explicit re- well, no well, she maintains well, integrity in songwriting. It's not for shock value. No, but you know she's talking about sex. Like, yeah, but that's, think, like, good songwriting, no? Yeah, and yeah. I, but there are a couple of lyrics in this where, and there is this one line where she's, like, um, the song 34 plus 35, which yeah. is 69, um, She's saying the numbers and she goes, it means I want a 69 with you. I'm like, are you really spelling it no, out? I, that like, was like half my problem with the whole album. Like one line yeah. was like, give me them babies. And I was yeah. like, really? Like, yeah. it's, just a, it's just so bad. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just, yeah. And I think the other one I referenced earlier was her like, um, I actually don't mind this pussy was designed for you, but. Um, That's okay. At least that yeah. has like a bit of, I don't know, something saying to something. It. Yeah. Whereas it means I want a 69 with you. It's like, it's like yeah, babe, we understood. We, we know. We yeah. Um, we know. Uh, but yeah, I kind of, I, it's interesting because I think like that, the other thing about this album is it's being positioned in a way where it's like, oh my God, Ariana's going sexy. I'm like, well, in in the past, she's talked about sex, like side to side. Side to side, with, yeah. Side to side with the yeah. But the thing about that song is like, 
I would have listened to it as a teenager whenever it came out. Mm. Oh, you could listen to it as a teenager and not know or not yeah, realize right. that's what she's singing about. Yeah. And I think like her fans are really young. They're like, I, I assume most of them are around the like 14, like 14 year olds yeah. between to teenager mm-hmm. age. Um, and like, that's fine if she wants to talk about sex, but it did feel a bit clunky and a bit like, it, yeah, it was clunky. Yeah. It's like you can be explicit. That's fine. But just do it. In, don't still be, be shit. Yeah. Good. Still have like, integrity. Yeah. Like, yeah. Still like try to write yeah, can, a good lyric. <laughs> you like, don't need to tell us it means yeah. 69 with him. Um, I think a good, and like Taylor Swift did it in the song. Um, what's the song from reputation dress? Where yeah. she's like. Um, I only like that song, but I like, yeah, that's I just like production it. wise and shit. But anyway. the, it's another, another story, but the mm. line in it is like only bought this dress so you could take it off, which is like the first time right. she's ever like explicitly like that said something says really, more yeah. about a relationship with two people than 34 plus 35. It means I want a 69 with you. It feels like, like she's talking I, about sex just for the sake of it. Yes. Like, it it doesn't, there's no nuance. There's nothing. No. It's not, it's yeah. 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 It's not anyway. good writing. No, I think we've kind of covered it all, haven't we? Yeah, everyone stopped listening way, like... I don't think they did. I feel like we say that every t- every time and they don't. Oh, they, this they one's don't. been pretty pretty loose. Um, We're not doing okay. the end of Ep thing because we can't be fucked. I feel bad. I feel like we should. Okay, let's just quickly do it. So the po- no, the- no, 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 no. Okay. It's right. not going to be quick. Okay. It... it yeah. We were going to do a celebrity Halloween costume. Maybe we'll, like, fucking do some Instagram shit or something. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, let's do that. All right. We'll see what happens. Um, Comment on the post. Are you waiting for me to finish that? Or 34 plus 35? Yeah, okay. Comment that. Um, We'll see you next week. It'll be better, I promise. I don't don't think it was too bad. Also, comment if you thought this episode was good. (laughs) Okay. Love you guys. Love you so much.